Welcome to the Sal Vetri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the podcast and the YouTube channel. We're going to be doing something a little bit different today. Usually cover daily fantasy sports. We've already done that for the Super Bowl in good depth. You could look at my other videos on the channel if you were so interested. But today we're going to be breaking down some props, some sports betting stuff. This is now my third take. Tried it with my cousin. The audio and everything was messed up. Communication on that was not great. Just tried it just now this morning with just myself. Just got about three quarters of the way through. My laptop starts an automatic restart. So we're going to be trying take three here. Welcome aboard, everybody. I appreciate you being here. If you're new to the channel, right, we're covering the Super Bowl. Lots of more interest, more appeal, more viewership. Uh, We're covering betting, different perspective from myself, getting into a different market, if you will. Similar to DFS, but not the same. Welcome. You might be new to me for the first time. I appreciate if you get any value from this video. If you think I have any sort of helpful information for you, please do hit that subscribe button. Costs you absolutely nothing. Helps me continue to build this audience. I'm an independent content creator here on YouTube. I do this full time. I put about 70 hours, 80 hours a week into research, content, business. So I do have a lot to say about this Super Bowl. Been looking at it for two weeks straight now, or about that. So excited for it. We're going to be going through a lot of props. Um, I would be remiss not to mention the actual game lines that you see over my head and where I stand on those. So I'll briefly touch on those, but then we'll get into the stuff that people like, the specialty props, MVP, touchdown scores, player props, all that type of stuff. I had about three or four people ask me in the last video on DraftKings um, types of uh, breakdown in the comments on that, like where are places to bet for props? Obviously, a lot of people are now looking to probably get away from the bookies if they didn't even have a bookie to begin with. Now to go somewhere more legal, and acceptable. I personally have been placing my bets on my bookie. So I, I'll leave a link down below in the description to my bookie if you want to use it. It'll be a referral code, so it will definitely help me. But I believe they also have a through that link a, a 50% up to a thousand dollars. That's what it was a month or two ago when I transitioned to my bookie because I moved. So the previous book that I was using I can't use here anymore. It's just it's not legal yet in this state, that book. Um, but about a month or two ago it was a fifty percent deposit match up to a thousand. So if you put in five hundred bucks, you get two fifty back. You put in a hundred bucks, you get fifty dollars back extra to play with, right? Uh, so I'll put that link down below to my bookie that'll answer the questions for those folks. I reached out to them independently, but I imagine since this is a sports betting centric video and podcast that you're going to be more interested in where you can place these bets. So my bookie is where I'm going to right now. Again, I will leave a link down below in the description. You can click that, check it out and make a deposit if you're interested in betting on the Super Bowl. Before we get into it, I just want to remind you one more time, if you hit the subscribe button and the like button, it does help me out a lot. And check out my Twitter, my pinned tweet. If you like that, you get entered into a $25 raffle that will lock once the Super Bowl starts. And if you retweet it, you'll get entered into two more times. You can get entered up to three times your name into a raffle just by liking and retweeting my pinned tweet for Fantasy Draft. Uh, You can check that out on my Twitter. Be sure to hit me with a follow while you're over there. It's on the screen at DFS. Without further ado, let's get into it. So I have here a little rundown sheet of where I'm going to be going with each of these props. Keep it nice and concise for everybody. We'll briefly touch on the game line just because I imagine people want to know where I'm at on that. I have a wager placed on the Chiefs minus 1.5. It's nothing insane. Out of all the props plus that wager that I have placed, it is the smallest amount of action, the smallest amount of money that I have on a bet. I don't feel confident about it. Now, I do want to have a stance as a as a content creator, a media person when I go on to some other shows, as well as my own show, I do want to have a stance because I can make the argument for either team. I think the 49ers are more fundamentally sound in a lot of different areas. I can argue that I think they do set the edge. I can argue that I think Jimmy G does complete the big passes in the big moments, right? 
that they do rattle Patrick Mahomes enough. Um, but then I could also argue on the Chiefs side where I think Tyree Kill is a mismatch that nobody can take him away, not even this defense. I think Damian Williams out of the backfield is a mismatch that I think nobody can take him away, even this defense. And I think at the end of the day, I'm betting on, if you are on the Chiefs side with me, minus one and a half, uh, taking the points there. Um, I think I'm betting on Patrick Mahomes to make one to two more plays than this defense makes on him, plus than Jimmy G makes on the Chiefs defense. And that's what I'm betting on at the end of the day. You have two of the greatest coaches in the game right now. You have a solid defense in San Fran. You have a solid offense and you're betting on the quarterback if you're taking the Chiefs. That's what I'm going to be doing in this one. I'm going to be betting on the magician himself, Mahomes, to make one or two more plays. No strong stance on that. I guess I have the bet on it, but it's not an overwhelming amount of a wager on it. It's just at the end of the day, I do want to pick a side for this game, but I do like the props a lot more, which we're about to get to. For over-under reasons, I, I don't have any bets on the over-under. I would lean the under. I know a lot of money or a lot of wagers are coming in on the over in terms of quantity of bets, but quantity of money is actually the last time I saw coming in on the under. It shows you that people who have a lot more money are betting on the under. It doesn't directly correlate to all those guys being sharps, professionals, but most of the time it does. Now, the line has not moved since it's opened. Uh, some spots, I think it opened as a pick but some more reputable books, it opened at one and a half. So trying to beat the closing line doesn't look like it's going to happen for the Super Bowl. When you beat the closing line, it's like beating the stock market. You're buying it low, you're selling it high, that's good, you're getting profit. When you're beating the closing line and it's moving in your favor, very similar to that. When you're not beating the closing line, it's like buying it at the top and it doesn't move at all or it, it goes down, right? It's not good. So on this case, it seems like wherever you got the line, you didn't beat the closing line, but it didn't hurt you. So it just seems like a kind of a wash. Um, so if you're trying to beat the closing line, I don't think it's going to move before the game starts. But with that said, let's get into the touchdown props. The first thing. So this is what a lot of people like to bet, right? So first touchdown score, last touchdown score, and just to score in general. I have bets placed on to score at any time in the game. First touchdown score, I'm looking at two props right now, two players. I have not yet, or actually three. I have not yet placed a wager, but I'm going to bet on probably just one of them. I don't think it makes too much sense to try and have it rattled up into two guys at that point. I'll just go all or nothing on one of these guys. Maybe in the comments, you can help me out with that. But then I do have two wagers placed on any time to score. So right now for my first touchdown scores, which again, don't have them placed, going to choose one to maybe two of these guys before the game starts. Um, George Kittle at plus 900. Look, it's nothing flashy. It's George Kittle. It seems like, ah, yeah, obviously he's going to score, but he's plus 900. He's the fifth shortest odds to, to score a touchdown. Plus 900 for George Kittle for a game that has Jimmy Garoppolo as a 29 and a half over under and pass attempts. I have him projected for 30 in my model. I have George Kittle projected for eight targets. One or two of those are going to be a red zone target. I'll take my odds that it's early in the game or at any time in the game. We'll get to that in a second. Plus 900 stands out. Uh, Manuel Sanders, I have a plus 1600 matchup against Jarvavius Ward for most of the game. He gives up about around three receptions for 45 yards per game. That's just in man coverage. The 49ers, when they do pass the ball, like to pass it in between the hash marks um, in the middle of the field. That's where they feel comfortable. That's where KC is the weakest as well. Debo Samuel will be running most of his routes, not in the middle of the field, whereas Emmanuel Sanders will run a lot of his routes in the middle of the field. That helps a lot more once you get to the red zone. And then lastly, Kendrick Bourne at plus 2,000, 20 to 1 odds. We saw him score in the Minnesota game. He's been a very sneaky player in these red zone packages for the Chiefs uh, or for the San Francisco 49ers. He'll run about half the routes that Jimmy G drops back for. So if Jimmy G drops back 30 times in this game, you probably see somewhere around 15, 16 routes run out of the slot. They don't use slot wide receivers all that often, but Bourne is using the red zone a good amount. He has some pretty long odds for that number, and I do like it at 20 to 1. 
So those are first to score. Anytime to score, I currently have two bets placed. George Kittle plus 110. It's nothing crazy ROI-wise, but you're getting a plus number on George Kittle there. Again, I think he sees one to two red zone targets as a minimum in this game. And I'll take my chances that one of them is converted during this game. And then Emmanuel Sanders plus 240. I do have a lot of interest in Emmanuel Sanders matchup, not only for DFS and DraftKings, but also from the betting market perspective as well. I think you're getting very good numbers on Emmanuel Sanders. Look, you're getting him plus 240 to Debo's plus 150. Debo has better shots downfield. I think Emmanuel Sanders has better overall uh, target quality because of the distance of those, especially when you're getting closer to the red zone. So those are my touchdown props first and any um, props that I'm looking at, props that I already have placed. We can get into the player props right now. I don't have any player props for quarterbacks. I have a specialty prop related to quarterbacks, but we'll get to that in a second. When it comes to running backs, I think a lot of these numbers, they're either juiced to a point where I don't want them, like Mahomes over 30 and a half is already juiced to minus 143. Maybe if anything, under 30 and a half stands out more at plus 113. It's up there because he's been running more after this injury. It's up there because this is a good pass rush. He's going to have to elude it. I don't have any bets placed in that, but I'd almost lean towards the under at this point. I like the over. And I almost lean towards the under because if you're betting this at minus 143 juice, you almost have to win one and a half bets for this to actually pay off for you if you're looking at it from a long-term perspective. Whereas if you're, you're betting it at this number, which almost seems better now at this point at plus 113, it's almost like you have to win a, a, a third of a bet, right? Um, in terms of how much it's going to profit you. But total rushing and receiving yards. Damien Williams, 82 and a half. I have the over right now. This is the number that I like. I like the fact that, look, he's an extension of the run. We saw, I believe, five receptions last week. He's projected for four and a half receptions in this game based on Vegas um, props and, and numbers there. The juice is fine at minus 112. I think it's a situation where Kansas City should try and steal what San Fran did last week or two weeks ago to Green Bay in the NFC Championship. Run dis- run misdirections off of guys who like to crash, right? Nick Bosa is going to try and crash. Armstead in the middle is going to try and crash and get to the quarterback as quickly as they possibly can. If you're running misdirections there, you have them off balance, one. And then when they start not to get off balance, well, now the pressure is starting to let up a little bit which helps Mahomes. So running misdirections on the ground should lead to early holes for Damian Williams if indeed they do that. And if not, I think he sees around five, six, closer to six targets in the passing game, which is very good for him when he's open in space. I think that's a complete mismatch. So I do like that number. That is my only running back prop in regards to running back yardage, like rushing yardage. Um, It's rushing and receiving combined. But I do have another prop on Damian Williams. We'll get to it right here. I have another prop on him for uh, receiving yards. Damian Williams receiving yards prop down here at the bottom of the screen is 29 and a half. Look, if you're betting the over like I am on this total rushing and receiving yards, I think the main way he gets there is through the receiving yards. Like I think it's a situation where you're, you're betting one, so you automatically might as well bet the other because if one hits, the other hits. Obviously, if one doesn't hit, there's a good chance the other one doesn't hit as well. It's not a guarantee, but there's a good chance. Like I think that to get to 82 and a half receiving yards and rushing over under, yes, he can clearly get there all on the ground. Maybe he has one big run, but I think it's mainly going to be a a function of the passing game, like a 30-40 receiving yard game, which then I'm better off just betting the 29 and a half over on that as well at the minus 112 odds. I do like that. I like Emmanuel Sanders over 40 and a half. I got this number at minus 115 juiced. I think it still might be there on my bookie. On DraftKings, it's now minus 125. I think it's still a fine bet. I like that number as well just more convertible targets. So those are the two receiving yardage props that I have, Sanders and Damian Williams. I have one receptions prop in right now that I have a bet on. Once again, it's Emmanuel Sanders. I love this matchup. I love the scheme. I love the way that he fits in against these Chiefs and how they defend the pass compared to it's going to be more difficult for one, uh, more difficult for one uh, George Kitt. Well, more most difficult for um, Debo Samuel. And then it's going to be a slightly difficult matchup wise for George Kittle downfield against Tyron Matthew, but in the middle intermediate range, very easier matchup. And then Emmanuel Sanders and Kendrick Bourne when they're on the field should have better matchups in the middle of the field for that short passing game. 
I'll take Sanders over three and a half receptions. Now we'll get into a prop that I have placed a specialty prop later on towards the end on Sanders. And that's the only reason that I have this reception prop as well. It's very similar to why I bet both of those Damian Williams props, because if one hits, it's likely the other one hits as well. So over three and a half receptions for plus 130. That's the one that I feel the least confident about. But since I have so much other things on him already, I saw the plus 130 odds. I just jumped on that one as well. So those are my four player props. Damian Williams over 82 and a half rushing plus receiving yards. Um, his over in receiving yards, 29 and a half. Emmanuel Sanders over 40 and a half receiving yards and over three and a half receptions for Emmanuel Sanders. Let's get to MVP odds because I think these are very interesting. So MVP odds, um, Mahomes, it's, it's interesting. I don't have a bet directly on Mahomes, but he's plus 115. If you think the Chiefs win and there's no way that anybody but Mahomes is the MVP, just don't even bet the Chiefs line or their money line. Just bet Mahomes at plus 115, right? You're just getting a better number on it. Now, I think there are ways that Mahomes can have 300 yards and two touchdowns, and Tyreek Hill has 150 yards and two of those touchdowns, and he's the MVP. Now, the media is going to want to give it to Mahomes because they want to call him the GOAT and it's good for the league if with Brady going out, now you have Mahomes in here with the Super Bowl MVP. So I really do think that there's a overwhelming chance, as always, like most of the quarterbacks, 70% of them or more have been uh, quarterbacks. After that, it's wide receivers in the next, most likely never had a tight end. You also don't have many tight ends that are uh, the stature of, of George Kittle, the fourth best odds to win MVP. Travis Kelsey, the sixth best odds to win MVP, tied for the fifth with Hill. So there are a lot of options here, random defensive players like Von Miller. Um, I think it was Malcolm Smith for Seattle. Things like that do happen. But there's a really good chance it's a quarterback with Jimmy G and Mahomes. So I actually have a bet in on the the award winner being a quarterback. It's a prop here. Um, minus 230 for yes. Does a quarterback win MVP? So it can either be Jimmy G or um, Mahomes. So either way, whichever team wins, you just need the quarterback to have a decent day. I think Mahomes is, is pretty much close to a lock to win it. So at plus 115, if you think the Chiefs win, I think that's a fine bet to just place in the money on that. Um and then Jimmy G, there's uh, there's very good chances that it could be a defensive player uh, for San Fran if they have a big play. There's very good chances that Jimmy G throws for 230 yards and a touchdown, and Kittle's got 115 and a touchdown of that, and he's the MVP, the first tight end ever. But I do like um, betting on the the quarterbacks there. I have a bet in on that minus 230. I was looking at George Kittle plus 1600. I don't have anything on that yet, but I just want to let you know that I do think it's very interesting. And then this is my this is my prop out of all the props on here that this is just for me for fun, like something that I, I want to have a long shot uh, Super Bowl MVP, the Malcolm Smiths, if you will, Von Miller. Von Miller is in the price range, I believe, of somewhere around Nick Bosa. His odds, though, they're 20 to 1. Those are those are those are Tyree Kill. Those are Travis Kelsey type odds who have by far the better chance of being MVP, especially Hill, in my opinion, on his eight to 10 targets in this game. And Nick Bosa will on his two to three like real life sack opportunities and hopefully getting a turnover. I have a bet in on Arik Armstead at 125 to one to win this thing. It's not a huge bet, right? Every dollar you put in, you get $125 back. Um, He is similar in stature to Nick Bosa. I don't think he, he won't be double teamed one. And I do think he'll have chances both on the outside and in the interior to make a difference as Nick Bosa will only have chances on the outside, likely be chipped and double teamed. So look, it's not a situation I think is fantastic, like anything crazy. Um, This actually does mean that the 49ers win the game. And I think if the 49ers win, they probably have to have some sort of disruptive play against Patrick Mahomes. So it's just a fun bet. Don't take it as, ah, this guy's an idiot playing the bet on arms. No, no, no. I'm doing it for fun at this point, looking for a long shot that I think has the best chances. Out of this range, you're literally betting on kickers or third string running backs like Matt Breida. Or you can bet on a guy in Armstead who is going to be on the field for 30 snaps, 35 snaps, rushing the passer at times, right? Um, being as a, uh, in coverage at some points as well to make some plays. So that's where I'm at on MVPs. Quarterbacks minus 230 for either of them to win. I think Mahomes plus 115 is it's such short odds. But if you're going to just take that over betting the Chiefs, I, I think it's actually uh, not the worst idea either. 
All right. So let me look at this one here. I think there was, I always, I always have trouble finding the, the prop on, oh, here we go. Trick plays. This is, this is one that I like a lot. I have this bet in right now. It's called a novelty prop. I call it a specialty prop. Total players to attempt a pass, including overtime over under two and a half at plus 124. I got it at plus 125. Still the same thing. I have the over. So what does this mean? It means that Mahomes attempts a pass. It means that Jimmy G attempts a pass. Okay. Those two are the ones that are given. It means that if a backup quarterback comes in because of an injury, they attempt to pass, you hit the over. Okay. That's, that's, we don't want to bet on injuries. That's probably not going to happen. But it also means if Emmanuel Sanders attempts to pass like he has in the past, it means if Travis Kelsey or Damian Williams line up behind center like they have, or you just have a flea flicker play. We've seen it. We've seen four players attempt to pass two Super Bowls ago. Three of the last four years, we've had another player attempt to pass, right? Now you have two of the most progressive coaches in the league with Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan on how they're running their offense ahead of the game, if you will, having packages that they probably have not yet shown to people. I think you're going to see these quote unquote trick plays and we don't need a completion here. You can bet on the completion and then it's plus 200, but why bet on that at that point? Just give me the pass attempt. So if it's anybody on a flea flicker, if it's a design play with somebody behind center here, I like the idea that all I have to do is attempt to pass at plus 24 or plus 124 for the over. That is my favorite prop on the entire board. Um, over, under, it's, it's the most fun to root for. Just need an attempt, nothing else after that. You can throw an interception and we don't even care at that point, just an attempt. Um, so plus 124 over two and a half players uh, at that point. And then the last prop that I'll, I'll call out here, I believe it's called like a, a parlay prop. Um, player prop parlays. Look, we, we don't we don't love parlays, right? I mean, I guess the, the the betting public does like parlays, but they're not the most profitable endeavors. But I actually do like this bet here. So you can go to 75 yards plus a touchdown. Um, this might not be offered on all books, but Emmanuel Sanders, again, here's the thing. I have bets on his over receiving yards. I have a bet on his anytime touchdown score. And um, right now I have a bet on his over and three and a half receptions. So I, I'm very much invested in Emmanuel Sanders. I like to do this for one player a game in the Super Bowl. Last year was Edelman. That ended up working out for me. Um, I like Sanders here. He's plus 650 to have 75 yards and in, in, in a touchdown. I'm already betting him for a touchdown. I'm already betting him for over 40 and a half receiving yards. It's clearly not crazy likely he goes for 75 yards, but it's a, it's a plus 650 number. That's, that's baked into the number that you're getting. It's another, another one of my props that I, I, I do like if the, he's the one to break out and have that big game, have a lot of money invested on Sanders here. Um, but altogether, it, it's about balanced out when you factor through each of the bets on him. Those are all my props. I'll call out the other props for the maybe one millionaire or one guy who's about to just saying, hey, I just want a very safe bet that I can put $1,000 on and win like 150 bucks back. Um, the no overtime is minus 2,500 odds. Not great. You got to bet like uh, $250 to win 10 bucks back to be able to go out to eat and eat dinner. And then no safety is minus 1400. You got about $140 to get back um, 10 to go to be able to get Chipotle with the double meat, right? Uh, with the guac on it. So if you're somebody who just wants to bet a ton of money just to have a, a nice meal for lunch tomorrow or something like that, those are the odds you could be looking at. Um, but thank you. I appreciate you tuning in. This is the first betting video centric to a specific game or slate. I've done some advice in the past, but this is the first one centric to a specific game or slate. Let me know what you think about it. Also, once again, you can check out my bookie. I'll link it up down below. I think it, last I checked two months ago when I signed up, it was 50% um, up to a thousand dollar deposit. I'll put my referral code down below if you're interested in that. Hit the subscribe button before you go. Let me know in the comments, what are your game day plans? It's my girlfriend and I's um, two year uh, anniversary. 
of dating. Um, been talking obviously more than that, but it's 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 a day that is the Super Bowl, but also going to be mixed with probably going out eating a ton of sushi, watching some of the games. So it should be a, a fun day overall. Hopefully you have a enjoyable weekend and enjoyable rest of your day today, depending on when you're watching this. If it is Super Bowl Sunday, enjoy the game as well. Hit on some of these bets. Let me know what your prop bets are as well. Hit the subscribe button before you go on the audio version. Hope you enjoyed this as well. Hit the subscribe button. Five star rating review if you have any time left over. Best of luck and peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in.